Okay. Now, are we getting what we're supposed to be getting? It kind of looks like it. <clears throat> it's been a day. It's been a day it's been already. A, it's been a eight months. Okay. So, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're noticing, we're, we're just going to, we're not really going to pick up exactly where we left off because no, who, who knows? Yeah, who cares? Uh, however, uh, we, we are continuing to experience uh, technological I'm going to call them bugaboos. I don't know. That's not a word anybody uses anymore, but that's the case. We also have a uh, <clears throat> pretty intense leaf blower going on outside. And when these are all problems we haven't solved yet, um, we are on a journey to solve all these problems. If I were to have to say resolution for early 2021, it's to Sound. put our, our technology issues to bed. And we may... Good luck. We may... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Good luck, but I but feel like it. I feel like tech is the one thing. The more advanced it gets, it 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 narrows down issues. But then the the thing is, are we dying? No, you're oh, fine. Right. You're fine. So the, right. I feel like when we narrow, so the more advanced it gets, yeah, it still doesn't solve multiple issues all the time, right? And then also it closes the spectrum of hurdles you may cross but the hurdles that you do cross then become taller i feel like that's how the evolution of tech works so what you're saying is that when things really work they work great and when they don't work they're almost unfixable there's less no i think i think there's less issues that it, that might be causing it uh-huh because they are more optimized vessels and this is right. obviously insanely broad right 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 but there's like like the cars Back in the day, there's maybe a bunch of different parts you got to fix, and you got to check the, mm-hmm. you got to check this. Now you just have to check the fucking computer, but the computer's a big old issue. Yeah, in a in a car, right? So like even our, we're we're having issues with our live stream. We're trying to get back live streaming on YouTube for you guys, but like we this audio is like works here, but the audio doesn't work there, and there's a hiccup in between. And yeah, it could be multiple things, but there's just one thing really hanging it up, and we just what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> That's really what it came down to. So. So the issue there was, uh, this is like an object lesson for life. Uh, if you're like me, you assume that you screwed up somehow. You changed something when you didn't intend, didn't intend to. Right. Um, you lost your understanding of something somewhere along the line. Yeah, hey, this one might not even be you, though, because we had to update this thing and then but who it, the fuck. Th- this, I don't know. I, I, I mean... The video switcher, I can tell you, there was something wrong with the with the with the box itself. Yeah, it had been working, and then it wasn't working. Right, and I don't know why that change happened, and why it was. There were sort of two levels of change. One of them involved like when we moved the equipment in here, but uh, and the other one just like the audio went to hell. Yeah, on the on the video version, just completely to hell. So this had to be manually matched. We've had all kinds of problems. There. Yeah. Yeah, and they probably just won't go away. I feel like they just always there's always something. There's always something with tech. It will hopefully we'll streamline this bitch a little bit more for you guys, but there's just always hiccups. This is why, you know, tech situations you have to stress test them because if yeah. they if they don't work under under the worst conditions, then they're probably just not going to work. Right. You can't rely on them, right? Right. And the higher quality, I guess that's kind of what I was trying to explain. I didn't explain it very well either. The higher like quality you go, the more like pieces there are like we can just record you can do an okay podcast like on an iphone you can find yeah. an adapter throw two headphones into it somehow like yeah, i yeah. do some of my voiceovers for coaching just on my phone with ten dollar earbuds mm-hmm. they can hear me 
they mm. understand the cues I'm giving. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But you start to do some like sounds uh, uh, compression. And you start to make it sound really clean, mm-hmm. high quality, which we've been doing this for a long time. So naturally, you try to progress. Then there's more potential hiccups somewhere in here or yeah. even like you grab a little a lot of people still ask us um how do you start a podcast what do i need yeah. well you grab a little h4 a little h6 zoom mm-hmm. sd card and you're kind of ready to rock will it sound amazing it'll sound good it'll mm-hmm. sound good right but then we got this kid then so then we got our audio locked in all right well now we're trying to go live we'd like to interact with you guys live on youtube okay well here's a, five more pieces of equipment yeah. we need and five more potential hiccups and uh, long story short that's just like I, I can't imagine a TV station I guess is what I'm getting to like they probably use outdated equipment at this point I doubt they upgrade every year to do a live do, news yeah, yeah. but uh, it's crazy how flawless it kind of is well what's really been crazy this year is the number of people who are doing you know TV news or reporting yeah. or, or, or commentary shows or whatever from their houses yeah like I don't even know because like I, there isn't any part of bringing in guests from um from other locations that has ever been all that easy for us. No, it's no, it's always a, it's always a planning thing, a scheduling thing, a time thing. What about uh, what's the quality of it all has gone through the fucking roof too. And it's works on certain platforms, but there's a time and period on YouTube where over produced uh, content wasn't doing that well because people like the organic kind of authentic vibe. And even still, I like to do a lot of handheld vlogging when I YouTube, cause I feel like it's a different connection than mm-hmm. a well shot, Sat, sit down thing mm-hmm. um who's like the political comedian everyone andrew schultz is okay. it schultz is that know. him i think he's been doing tons of instagram content and he has like super high quality out um but he's he's him or his writers are just really good mm-hmm. uh like whatever side of whatever argument you're on you, it's pretty hard not to laugh like he's really funny and just kind of blunt uh-huh. um but it's stuff's insanely produced, but does really well on Instagram, which is kind of different too. Instagram has evolved, but beginning of Instagram was the same thing. Like you kind of liked an inside, behind the scenes peek at something, um, where now everyone's pictures are from fucking $2,000 camera and they just upload it on Instagram, which kind of took away what I liked about it and YouTube as well. Um, I think podcast, the higher produced podcast, never that never disappears. Because majority of the time, at least this style podcast or Rogan for the cliche one, um, they're just live conversations. Right. So like the highly produced never takes away from the rawness of the content. You know what I mean? Or Mm. Twitch. Twitch is another one. Some guys have gone insanely, insanely high production. They have 1080 cams. Some of them have a studio that's like, you know, a $300,000 studio, all these switch cams in their house going nuts. Mm -hmm. But the content's so raw because they're live for eight hours. You're not getting any kind of filtration or anything where the content, the curation of the content on YouTube, the curation of the content on Instagram now, not only is the, I guess, the actual hardware highly produced, but like the the communication to the viewer is produced. I guess right. that's what I don't like. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that makes the difference between a podcast from a radio show. Yeah. Like our quality could probably be the exact same as any radio show going on right now, but how we speak, the content we take, the no cuts, the no script, the no, no one's in our ear telling me to stop saying fuck, <laughs> you know, like that yeah. kind of stuff is still there for some reason in podcast and Twitch. But Instagram's lost its magic for me. And it's not just because the algorithm and the business and everything else. That's a whole nother conversation for another day of, of social media and where we are in this world. But because it's so overly produced, you can't, I feel like you can't genuinely connect with anybody. You know? We're here, you get our mannerisms, you get how we speak, we get how we think, you yeah. get how we talk, and you, you can kind of at least relate, hopefully. Uh, 
<clears throat> this last week I had um, someone I've known for a while um, who uh, reached out to me and said, look, I'm, I'm trying to do some spoken word recording. He didn't really necessarily say he was working on a podcast. I don't really know exactly what he was yeah. working on. I'm assuming it was, it was podcast content, but I didn't ask because sure. that's not really the, the information I was being given. Anyway, though, he's like, you, your podcast always sounds so good. Like, what do you do? What, are your, what settings or whatever do you use? Yeah. And I said, well, it, it, you know, there are a number of different philosophies about how you do post-production or production on a podcast. And my, my feeling is always that you just kind of record as raw as you can in as, as good an environment as you can. And then you, you make adjustments sure. in post to sort of give it the best shine you can. Yeah. Kind of like but, a picture editing and a yeah, mentality. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 um, like, from an auditory perspective, we are not in the best possible environment yeah. that we could possibly be. And we knew this going in. I just thought it was going to be better than it is. And, yeah. and so I'm always kind of over, trying to overcome that. But that's what post-production is kind of about. Sure. It's like fixing fixing the things that are going to bother people when they listen. Yeah. And <clears throat> I was like, I don't, like I, I'm not sure exactly what to tell you to do yeah. if your environment is in, entirely controlled, which is what he said. Um, just send me some examples of what you're playing with. If you've ever done any audio post-production, it's kind of the same thing with photography. or anything. When you start to alter what happened in reality toward what you hope is a better end, you can get in the weeds really hard. Yeah. And you, you stop being able to tell what's better. Sure. Well, and then, This and is then, a lesson for life yeah. <laughs> about everything. Uh, and, and then when you try to replicate it, because it's so overproduced or over-tweaked, it's hard to reproduce, right. too. So you're almost better just being closer to the raw with some upgrades. We're making the cupcake right here, and then the post-production is a little bit of sprinkles or chocolate chips. Right. Rather than trying to make a vanilla cupcake, a chocolate cupcake afterwards. <laughs> right. Right. Like right. That's, and that's pictures. Uh, uh, video editing, I think, slightly different because mm. that a lot of magic can really happen in editing and timing and effects and stuff like that. Right. So video is a little bit different. Um, but I do think. But you have a, to know when to stop, and that's uh, that for that's sure. What's too. hard? Yeah, because yeah, because you can keep going. Well, that's that's something that I learned at my weird art school. Is like, or I never learned, I guess, because the <laughs> true artist mind that taught me always say like, there is no end. You're not done. Like art isn't done. It's just when you give up. Yeah, or when you stop, or yeah. when when you kind of are happy because like there's always more to do. There's always something to tweak. There's always something to improve. Like if you're drawing with charcoal or something, you know, like there's right. always things to go. Um, in audio, you could yeah tweak to infinite. You could edit a video to infinite. Um, even a picture, you can you can smooth something out or bring out these bushes or you know you could probably drive yourself insane going at it um and then again it depends on the goal is this guy doing one video or one audio thing once and then maybe you could tweak the living fuck out of it mm. make it real cool but if you're trying to do three a week or an instagram post a week now you're like all right how do i balance good enough versus my time versus like you said like what's actually reality in a way right so i asked him i said send me send me some clips like send me send me the the raw audio and then send me some versions that you've played with, you know, like settings that you, th yeah. you think you want to use and let me, let me hear that. And so I get it and I listen to it and the one he thinks sounds the best. Sounds the worst. No, it actually oh. does sound the best. That's not the, the issue. The issue is that it sounds, it sounds pretty cooked. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and the, and even it's the most natural sounding, but it still sounds pretty cooked. Yeah. And I mean that's a that that's a taste thing, you sure, know. Sure. 
And, but what he described to me that he was looking for was something that was close to, to natural. So I had my um, my my partner on uh, post production for Lane's podcast, uh, David Margetti, take a look at it or take a listen to it and say, "What do you think?" And he said, "I don't know what is going on, but but there's definitely like there's definitely processing going on during the recording." Oh. And he told me which box that he used, and it's it's one that that a lot of a lot of gamers, streamers, and stuff are are, are using. I can't remember off the top of my head. Not like a little Scarlet or something. Uh, no, it, this is someone I've never never heard of before. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it shares some characteristics with the Roadcaster we're currently using in that there's a lot of built-in processing, yeah. and the idea is that when you're done, you're kind of done. Right. You can just kind of drop it and go. Sure. And that's not. That's not, never been my style. I've always tried to do, I try to you know, sweeten things up in, in post. But if there's a lot of processing that goes on while you're recording, yeah. there's not much you can do after that that doesn't sound artificial. Makes so, sense. Same so with the I, picture and yeah, everything else too. Yeah. Right. So I went back to him and said, hey, just like get into your box and turn everything off and yeah. start over yeah, and, yeah. And, and work on fixing it in post. That's the, the best advice that I can give anybody. Back to the basics. Dumb it down. Dumb it down as much as you possibly can, yeah. Um, So anyway, where I was going with that is just that it is very possible to get into the weeds and you start second-guessing yourself. And then you stop being able to hear, like, there what the differences are. You know, like, if you're you're eating a big... um, meal that was prepared by you know a famous chef or whatever. Yeah, there would be a little bit of a palate cleanser between, sure. so you could taste yeah. what the next thing was. I remember having that for the first time as a kid. I was freaking out. Like they bring like ice cream. They're, they're bringing yeah. gelato. I'm, I don't know where we were. Tahoe maybe. I'm like eight, and they bring like ice cream after your salad. I'm like, Dad, we got to <laughs> eat here every day. What the <laughs> fuck is this? This is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of a palate cleanser, and it's difficult. It becomes difficult to cleanse your palate right. when you get into that, and you t- you stop being able to hear what's good and and, and not only what can you actually recognize what's good or not but um what you can judge because you might be too close to the project where i've uh, been blessed to have jim with my podcasting career that i don't have to you know what i mean because i'm yeah. one i hate fucking hearing myself like not only my voice but dumb things i probably say and then two same with youtube or whatever i edited my youtube for three years but i hated it um mm-hmm. one you get too close and too critical of yourself and what's going on um and then three yeah like you're never done with the project so i've been lucky enough that people do it for me but yeah. It is a tackle. Yeah, it's a thing to tackle. And I do, Jim's one of the few, I think, that probably do it really, really well that can kind of be on mic, live editing, and then post edit. Because um, it takes attention, energy, obviously, but also like a, a mentality, too, that like you're not, I don't know, I'd just probably delete everything I ever recorded. Like, oh, I suck. And then I'd probably <laughs> quit. I'd probably have quit by now, I guess, is what I'm getting at. If you, I mean, you, you, you played musical instruments at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so did I. I'm going to play the trumpet, and I hated it. I hated re- um, re- um, practicing because I sounded terrible to right. myself, and and I just could never really ever get past that. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. it sucks. Or if, yeah, you watch a YouTube video of like a someone who can really rip an instrument, and you're like, fuck, that's so far from where I am. Yeah. It feels way farther than sports for me, and maybe because I'm decent at sports, but like even still, like I see 1,000-pound deadlifts, and like that doesn't discourage me, but seeing mm. musically or some, I'm like, fuck, not even close. <laughs> not even close. They do some insane old things. Yeah, and I, I, I've always been impressed by people that we know in the fitness and lifting world who actually are talented musicians yeah. as well. It's like, yeah. Wade that we used to list, lift with here. Yeah. yeah. 
He's, I heard he shreds. Oh my god, yeah. he's he's a fantastic guitarist. Uh, electric, acoustic, yeah. just like really, really good. It takes like, a lot of time. I think that's something that it does relate to lifting. Like you can be gifted for sure, um, but you you could the most the strongest dude on the planet. Let's say there's the strongest dude on the planet that's never touched a barbell, but he has like the potential to be the strongest mm-hmm. human. He's not going to come in and deadlift 900. It's impossible. Yeah. And then same with music. You could be yeah. like naturally gifted in music, but if you've never played, you're not going to come in and just shred a guitar. You can't. Yeah. You don't have the tools. Um, so no matter what, it is a little bit of the same. There's a correlation of there's definitely genetics involved and some gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, but both of them you have to put an insane amount of time in. Thor, Thor is going to be strong. He's naturally like strong. He's going to be the strong dude. But he had to do strongman for eight years to be the best best. You know right. what I mean? Where um, very similar with whoever you want to say, Eric Clapton. Or a lot of people nowadays say John Mayer is one of the best to ever touch a guitar. Maybe he had that innate gift, but he's also had to put in 40 years on it or he's going to sound like shit. Yeah. And where would he have been without weed? That's my question. Anyway. John Mayer, for some reason, is one of my favorite dudes. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, he just interests me. And one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Oh, really? Insane. I went on a whim with a bunch of friends um, out here in Wheatland, the outdoor amphitheater. 10 bucks, 20 bucks, you go on the lawn. Wheatland's pretty small. There's a lot of amphitheaters like that in NorCal. I, mm-hmm. I assume they're around the nation as well. But, um, you know, there's the big one in uh, Palo Alto, Shoreline. Yeah. But that one's really big, whatever. So they have like a, a, a basically like a baseball field outfield kind of. And you buy a cheap ticket and it's free seating. Mm-hmm. Or you buy an expensive ticket and you sit down up front. But it's all outdoors. Northern California's got obviously beautiful weather at nights in the summer or spring. I'm not like a John Mayer fan, but I I know his hits. And we go, and uh, he plays like a bunch of Tom Petty. He Mm. plays like a bunch of covers, and he's just so good. Like, it's literally like electric in there. I'm like, fuck, dude. (laughs) Makes me want to never play music again. Or, or uh, you know what? Other people have the exact opposite reaction to that. Yeah, yeah, let me pick up a guitar. And, like, figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just a... Self-critical, hating, self-human. My uh, another one of my goals for 2021. I've said this before, but it actually, it was it was on my list for 2020. And of course, 2020 took a big shit in the middle of <laughs> of, uh, of this idea. But I wanted to like just go to a, a singing coach for a little while. Oh yeah, you told me that. And you, and just see, see if I can get any better. I feel yeah. like I have in some ways. Like there there are, there are things that I can do yeah. with my voice that I didn't used to be able to do. Sure. It's just a question of whether or not it sounds good. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or not. It's it, new. <laughs> so it could be completely shit, and and I would not know, you know. Yeah, that might be a, an, a something that for the future too. COVID kind of slowed down. Yeah, it's like in, that it. in person singing lessons, and I can't imagine doing it on Zoom. I'm sorry, yeah. there are things yeah. I'm just unless so you got a full kit. Yeah, yeah. How can they tell? How can you tell? Yeah, can you t- can you tell from my AirPod that I yeah. so you I'm know like, <laughs> hit this vibrato? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I um, yeah. The, it, 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 I mean, these. This is obviously a first world problem, but still, yeah, it's like it, it, it. These are on the list of things that did not improve in 2020. Let's say. Uh, you sent me some articles. Yeah, you want to hit the trends, and then we can maybe even save the next ones for another yeah, time yeah, next yeah, week yeah. or the week after. Uh, I say we hit the trends. So we did it last year a little bit, but basically we have um, predictions of what the trends look like in 2021. And I actually thought it would be more interesting this year than the past. I've looked at these over the years. There's random articles that come out at the end of the year, too, that I'm not bitter or anything that I've never been on. Uh, like best content creators, best fitness coaches, blah, 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 blah. People you should follow on Instagram. People yeah. you should follow on YouTube. Um, and I do think those are all cool and dandy, um, but I followed the trends just because I, you know, we're in our niche of strength and conditioning, and mm-hmm. I think we... 
know the basics and we know what works and what doesn't work, but there's always things coming up and down in fitness, right? Whether right. it be, um, what's the other one? F45, CrossFit, things like that. Not that they're, you know, total gimmicks per se. Um, that's not the right word, but they are trends. Yeah. Um, CrossFit uses a barbell and has tons of proven things in it, but how they mixed it together became a trend. Uh, F45, I think similar. You do burpees, you kind of do some deadlifts and then you do some other shit, right? It's still a trend mixing of other things. Um, but that's all these trending lists were over the years. But I assumed, and I haven't even looked at this. I did research on what article to do and I just sent it to Jimbo. But the article itself, I assume because of COVID and because of tech, every year it gets slightly different. Different, but mm-hmm. I assume this list will be a little bit different than what we've been messing with. Yeah. Before we get started, I, I have to uh, say that I was looking at box squat boxes last night. In fact, I just Googled box squat boxes because we don't have any currently. And because yeah. we don't really, we don't have any that many people trying to run a conjugate program. But we have some of the other accoutrements of, of, of a conjugate program. Yeah. We've got bands, we've got chains, whatever, you know. So Special, box, box squat boxes, you know, seem like a thing that could be. And, uh, and one of the things that popped up when I when I searched that was an article that I'd never seen before, a blog post from yeah. 2013, featuring a a picture that is a screen cap of a video that I released yeah. in 2013, shot in this very building with Little Ryan Cove. With Little Ryan Cove, yeah, like it was it was it, it was an it's an epic looking picture. Yeah. I mean, but you know. he's a really good uh, look for a box squatter too. He yeah. moves really well in a box. He moves yep. really good in briefs. Yeah, he squatted seven something. Yeah, at, very textbooky at, at two twenty or one ninety. He, he fluctuated like a little white, a little bit for a while. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably still. Um, so I had to bring that up. That's that. Uh, it's funny when you see your stuff come back to you. Yeah, I'm sure it's still used on websites everywhere. Hidden, probably so. Yeah. Probably so. There's a know, lot of it, content. No, no credit given, but yeah. you know, hey, somebody said, oh, you should. Or several people said, actually, send it to, to Ryan. Like, yeah. You should let him know. Then it's like, yeah. yeah. They don't care. And they're not they don't care. Know. And it, he, the guy wrote it seven years ago, and he forgot he did it. You yeah. know, I mean, it's not the core of his business or anything, probably. But, you know, on the other hand, give credit. Folks. Yeah, just tag somebody. Yeah, just, that easy. just a little, little tag. Uh, so this is top, top fitness trends you're likely to see in 2021. Digital fitness. Um, the class pass reports the majority of people will continue to work out digitally. I don't know that that's really how they phrase that's weird. How, it weird. sounds to me, I know what the fuck they mean, but it sounds like Ready Player One. Like if I'm digitally working out, I'm using a digital instructor. I'm not right. digitally you're not, working. You're not out. digital yourself. You're still analog, is what you're saying, right? Or yeah. digital working out would be like uh, what is it like Wii Fitness? I saw a new one of those. It looks fucking weird too. Really? I'm a big video game guy, and just they just come off so corny, and I just don't think anyone will ever do that and take it. Like, sure, you can burn some calories doing air boxing mm. on a video game, but like, are you going to do that three times a week for half an hour? Probably not. You're going to do it for a week or two, get fucking bored, and move on. That's where Peloton, which I assume this is kind of leading that way. If not, that's got to be yeah. on the trending list. Yeah. Um, I do think something like that's really great. Or even yoga. It's been a thing for a long time on YouTube, whether it's free or paid. People give a little yoga class. You do a 5- to 15-minute class that's free on yoga, and you just follow an instructor. That's great, especially COVID. You're at home cycling, jump roping, body weight, yoga, stuff that you can literally do in your living room. Great. Yeah, I uh, like a barbell, but that's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I was actually mentioning earlier that my um, my wife's Christmas present to herself was a year subscription to a yoga video library. Yeah, that she'd been they have free content. She'd been using the free content. It's like, eh, but, you know, like I don't know when I'm going to actually get back to a real yoga class. Sure, 
I, yoga is one of those ones, like, if, unless you're doing it outside, I understand what the problem would be because everyone's breathing in, in the room. Yeah, and, yeah, it's, yeah. and it is, it can be challenging to have, to have a mask on because of the positions, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And even you know, outdoors, obviously, it's December. Um, yeah, there's very few cities you could do that yeah. in America. Yeah. You could do it here, but you'd be pretty dressed up. Even, even, yeah, even now it's chilly. Yeah. Um, and they're saying that uh, even if gyms do remain open, many people already become accustomed to app-based fitness. That I don't know. And I don't know that that's true. But, they, but they're, the examples they cite, Nike Training Club that I don't know anything about. That's been popular for a long time. Um, but again, I just don't see people doing that long term where crossfit got it right was the community was the um holding each other accountable i'm gonna see jim and i'm gonna see kyle every day at five we're gonna go at five although these apps may send a little alarm time to run jim like it's just not the same same it's not fun it's not fun necessarily there's a small percentage of people that love to power lift in the garage alone i think is the same mentality and type of human being that's going to love to do a nike fit app Mm -hmm. in their garage while they're kids napping 15 minutes five times a week but i don't think that's the majority i really don't it, this obviously I've heard of Peloton. I've never heard of Obe Fitness, but the thing that they're not mentioning because I think this probably came out in a few days before the announcement. But uh, Apple Fitness Plus, I assume like Nike. Yeah, fitness I think it's going I yeah. mean, be just because they're such an installed base, there's a really yeah. good chance that that starts to dominate. Yeah, um, and even all that, like I just don't think it's long term. Uh, shout out to my my friend Hannah Eden. She's kind of created her own high intensity classes for years, maybe even a decade now at her gym in in or uh, Florida. I was going to say Miami, but it's not. I think it's technically Fort Lauderdale, but whatever. Um, and she got creative with her own stuff. And again, I think it's the 10 people showing up, the loud music, mm-hmm. her energy as a coach. Um, it's not just the, what do I do? Like, I think enough people can, you ask anybody on the street, we go do one of these live interview YouTubes, like, Hey, what's a good workout you could do right now. Anyone could say like, Oh, I could go for a walk. I could go for a run. Mm-hmm. People know how to do so. Oh, I could do some pushups. I could try to do some pull-ups. Everyone knows those things. I don't think an app adds something to make you adhere to it. And if you're not going to adhere to it, whether you're actually thinking about it or not, you're not going to get the results. Yeah. And therefore, you're not going to do it, yeah. right? And so the, it's, a, it's a vicious circle of what's optimal, what you like, what you adhere to, and then getting the results from those. And if it's not there in that app, unless they have something that I don't know, maybe a point system might get you a little reward system. There's a lot of psychology to all this, obviously. Right. But without that, I just don't think another trainer telling you to do push-ups or, or curls with a can of beans is going to get you anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. a, it's not a long-term answer for the personal fitness person. I don't think it's a long-term business answer either because uh, you're not going to keep your customers because they're not going to get results. Well, um, something that one of our members um, said when he was signing up a couple weeks ago was like, yeah, you know, I've been working at home since March. Uh, we have stuff in the garage. We have like, we have, you know, kettlebells or yeah. whatever, whatever. And he said, but sometimes you just got to get out. Right. And that's why gyms are going to come back. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to look like it did before. Sure. I, um, I, I tend to think that uh, the situation that we have here where you can provide a, a, a better ventilated environment um, yeah, uh, is more likely to to be the thing for the next couple of years, and and maybe we don't end up back in, yeah. you know, globo gyms. I think for multiple in the reasons. numbers that we were in before, you know, I think that I think the air, I think the the 
hopefully the customer service is different because we care that you're here. We care about your health. Yeah. We care about the facility. Yeah. Um, and then also because uh, something, a good thing, again, going to like trying to, I'm a cup half empty guy, but I'm trying to be the half full guy. Um, more recognition is going not only with like the stimulus check talk and all this stuff to small business. More mm-hmm. more of the nation cares about small business because they all have a cousin, a friend that owns a business that's struggling. So I think that alone may draw more people to the mom and pop style gym um, beyond the, the obvious factors of, you know, hopefully convenience, customer service, equipment, caring. Right. Um, but to give back to what they, something they care about in their community money wise. Right. Absolutely. Um, this says eh, home workouts aren't going anywhere. The trend is tied closely to digital fitness trend, but you don't even need apps or live streams to get great workouts at home, blah, 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 blah. Eh. But class pass reports that only 40% of people who receive fitness benefits from their job plan to transition exclusively to in-person workouts when it's safe to, to do so. I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I don't, don't know I, either. I don't know either. And I think that like... And 40% of what? If it's 40% of everyone surveyed at the office, maybe. But I don't think it's 40% of people that regularly work out. Yeah, no, I think so too. And and the, 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 the number of people who have gym memberships versus the right. uh, number of people who regularly work out. Those are different If you things. survey just the people that work out, I think that, I think it's 80% are going back. Yeah. If you, so if you interview Sally over in the third cubicle that has a dozen donuts by her desk, yeah, yeah she's going to say, yeah, I'm going to work out at home. Okay, Sally. Uh, the next one, outdoor fitness, uh, you know, walking, biking, yeah. that kind of stuff. But I don't, I mean, yeah, uh, from, from, for a while at the beginning of all this, uh, in you know March, April, yeah. I wasn't seeing quite as many people out, out because everybody felt like they needed to stay locked up in their house. Now I see a ton of people all the time, yeah. and I don't think that's going to go away. But that's you but do that's, or don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so either. I was going to uh, argue you if you said you do. No, I, I think no. it'll stick too because uh, every like, especially America, um, we're so versatile. But California, we're insanely lucky. I don't take advantage of it enough. I do a little bit more that I move down here and I can cycle, but like. We have great weather. We have great sites. We have great rivers. We have great mm-hmm. mountains. We have great parks. Um, and if you, I think the biggest part of this one is people being exposed to new hobbies. If you've never hiked and all of a sudden you're freaking out because you're in your house for three months and you hiked, you're like, damn, this is kind of cool. Like it's different yeah. than like I like to deadlift and now I have to deadlift at home alone. They're like the same thing but one's crappier rather than I only – drink beer and sit in my kitchen and I now tried hiking and I mm-hmm. see how refreshing and beautiful this activity is and I know it's healthy. I agree. I think it'll I think it'll stick. It's a little bit like Brussels sprouts, I think. Like if you get the menu and there are Brussels sprouts on the menu, they may not they're okay, they're on the menu but you're not necessarily taking advantage of them. Yeah, yeah. You, you one one time you you take the plunge and go, oh, I'm gonna have some Brussels sprouts. You get some oil and bacon on those boys. And and you go, you know, actually I kinda like these, but uh, not every meal is going to have Brussels sprouts sure. going forward. It's it's just something on the menu that you have the op- option to take advantage Why of. Why are those, um, maybe it's just when I was a kid or cartoons. Cartoons are do a lot of great, I think, in teaching and stuff, but that was like the blunt, brunt of like every joke, like Brussels sprouts are gross. And broccoli. Why is that? I don't know. I don't think they're gross. Well, I don't think I ever really had good Brussels sprouts until I until I was out of the house I grew up in. Sure. My mom was not a great cook. And yeah. I and like like asparagus. I don't think I ever had um, artichokes. Really? 
Yeah, at my home. mom was I don't pretty versatile, so. so I was just into it. And then she would cook like two veggies because my dad would. My dad ate veggies, which was a good. He was pretty picky. I'm yeah. like medium picky. My dad was real picky, but he'd only eat like certain ones. Like I think he only ate spinach and like something else. Mm. So my mom would always make that, and then she would make herself another mm. veggie sometimes. And so I got a a lot of them, but for some reason she never cooked Brussels sprouts. I don't know if she doesn't like them or it was just way out of my dad's wheelhouse. I, uh, I have Brussels sprout tricks now, so. No, they're good. Yeah, you do, yeah, like I said, a little oil, a little bacon. Yeah. And same with like asparagus. I think you make all of it, even plain. I'm, uh, that's the one thing I'm not picky. I'll eat veggies. Like I like veggies just mm-hmm. fine. Um, Brussels sprouts, oh, asparagus. Yeah, you grill it, a little lemon, a little yeah. rough salt. You can make it really good. But my mom used to cook it to within an inch of its life. It's the yeah, same yeah. way that, that she cook, would cook okra. So it was like, you yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. like. Yeah, pudding, asparagus yeah. pudding. Yeah. yeah, like not, no, not yeah, good. It, it, not that's good. the only hard part of cooking it is you do need it um, soft enough that it doesn't taste like a root or feel like a root, right. but hard enough that you get a hair crunch. Yeah. Or you could cut it. Maybe that's my limit. Is if you can cut it, it I'm in there. Yeah. But if, it, if it's like a kush, then you're, yeah. it's probably a little right, raw. Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, next up, yeah, uh, we're going outdoors. Outdoor stays at open air gyms, which is oh. essentially what we're dealing with here. Yeah. We're not hundred uh, percent outdoors, but we are we are as open to the air as we can possibly be. Yeah, much I, of the time, I do agree because I think that was kind of a cool trend, anyways. Or just like themed gyms, and we've talked about this kind of in the podcast we were doing as we were building this place and our thoughts. And I was always inspired and have been inspired by. Um, art direction and themes and yeah. theme parks and Jim wrote a really cool story for our bear and his history in theme parks and um, I, I like kind of like a Disney World world or I like that's why I like movies like that like Jim mm-hmm. really doesn't like Avatar I don't necessarily <laughs> think it's a great movie but I like oh, that it's, it's not I like that it takes me to a different world I like that's why I like the Spider-Mans and that's why yeah, I like yeah, the yeah. Star Wars I like different Lord of the Rings I like different worlds and the detail that people put into those worlds um, and so we obviously try to do that here with our theme but I think, uh, what's the gym? Is it Tulum that everyone posts about? Tulum, Mexico, Tulum? Fuck. I think it's Tulum, point. but there's this outdoor gym that is all made of wood. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think that was just a fitness Instagram trend anyways over the last right, three right, years, right. but that's themed. It gives you a cool right. something to post a picture about, something to tell your friends about, something different you're lifting in sand but you can yeah. still work out and it's outdoor right um i think I, I i don't see obviously there's clear limitations there's not going to be an outdoor gym in minnesota but uh i think that is something that can potentially grow it won't take over the industry but um yeah that's kind of what we do we roll up our gates it's summertime i fucking love it a little bit of a breeze from the river it's hot as shit in here you're sweating you're feeling good winter it's a hair nippy but you throw a hoodie on you throw a beanie on we still get a nice breeze um it's not 20 degrees it's doable um, yeah it's and i the, love it it's in the typically in the 50s yeah, it, I love it. it's not bad if you're moving if you're standing right. you get cold yeah it gets like, a little we have, cold. A, we have a heat under the table right now i actually just was faced with what it costs to run a space heater at the front desk for a month yeah a little it's, much it's it's, it's we can turn it off. It's like a, no, no, we don't know. <laughs> it's essentially one membership. So just, all right, just sell another membership, and we'll we're good. Um, uh, next one, I definitely, definitely agree with, and this is something that we were thinking about. We've been thinking about it for for you know over two years, in in the sort of hypothetical stage of of uh, figuring out how we wanted to do this gym and and whatever, and that's community focus. Yeah, um, with so many yeah. people having been just isolated. Uh, the moment that people can start rushing back into um, into community setting, and we are we are already seeing it, but that was a core of people that we already knew, yeah. and and 
uh, we're at a point where I'm not like I'm, we're not actively recruiting our members to to be involved in 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 activities, right? Or like we had a we did a food distribution thing uh, over the weekend, yep. and did not like actively recruit members to come and do it because it's like it, because it's just weird. <laughs> it yeah, and well, the other thing too is that like we were working with three other agencies. Yeah, yeah, that too. And so we didn't know what the total number of people we were going to yeah. work outside, but we still wanted to be safe. Yeah. It was you know. Yeah, it's COVID makes it weird. Yeah, what I right. Mean by that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, yeah. Uh, shout out to our boy Dan, uh, uh, Capital Protection Group. You guys know him as Fat Dan or Storm Iolo or Storm Cloud. Um, he basically took took the lead, and we were doing a community event, like Jim said. Not only a community within our gym and our co business and partners but um within the community of sacramento so right. you know holidays is normal but we're going to try to do it more often um just put some meals together and handed them out to some homeless around the town um but like jim said like the community i think yeah it is twofold so it's like community mentality within our gym just say what's up say goodbye some of our members i'm really bad with names i still don't know names i always yeah. say what's up throw them a piece whether i'm in yeah. and out obviously when i'm working that's like kind of my quote-unquote job but even when i'm training and i'm kind of an asshole and i don't want to talk to people you still just throw a little peace sign give them a head nod go to your squat station yeah. not that big of a deal um and then the community around that dan's like family to us dan led this thing on but he's also a business owner right and so you take multiple businesses that competitive non-competitive it doesn't really matter uh one of the other guys uh zane who owns the company called the people of sacramento he does tons of stuff in the community he has an apparel company he's not our enemy so we teamed up with him and we're an apparel company um and he was another lead that that did this thing and so i think um for multiple reasons community is key and i think in covid people like clearly lost it it got cut from them but Mm -hmm. i don't know if people thought about it or tried to do it rather than the the superficial level like oh i don't get to go drinking with my friends or i haven't seen timmy at the bar in a week like but how can you do things how can you build that and how can you kind of deeper that connection and yeah. uh, i think working out is one of those to be honest um because you're doing something healthy for yourself uh you can help other people by motivating them by being around them by physically helping them whether you're teaching them how to lift better or, or motivating uh in person or again the adherence that we talk about where oh, i know jim's deadlifting at three i gotta be there at three like i really don't want to go but if i don't go jim's gonna be pissed and i don't want to be a bad friend all right i'll go at three jim's gonna be there and so those kind of things i think go uh way deeper than just saying like I take a group class because a group class can be so different than that. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, article I was reading the other day that I think that there is a um, reasonable amount of truth to was about um, like women are, are, are kind of better at talking about like where they are in their lives and, and what their concerns are and their, you know, the kind yeah. of their daily shit than dudes are outside of activities. Oh yeah, because yeah. guys tend to tend sure. to use activities to to yeah. as a as sort of the platform for talking about what's bugging them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that makes sense. And uh, with all a lot of that platform gone, guys are having to figure out how to talk about because other. I mean, everybody's about to burst this yeah, yeah. year. Yeah. You know, with 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 frustrations. Even even people that didn't have difficult financial years had difficult emotional years, sure. you know? Yeah, something something for everyone was turned upside down this year. Yeah. One, at least one category, majority of people, multiple, and some people, sadly, the, a lot of things just got deleted. You know, like, yeah. we're, we're blessed here, and that's why we did do that event. But, like, yeah, like, everyone's a, a hair of fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so, um, I don't know. Hopefully people remember how to do things outside of, uh, if they're learning this year, 
how to talk about sure. situations. We've certainly, you know, among our our own yeah. friends and stuff. A lot. A lot. A whole lot. Yeah, a lot, a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> a lot's gone behind the scenes over here. <laughs> uh, hopefully people remember that. And uh, as activities come back and and um, um, everybody ends up mentally healthier down the road somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, these are... This is I'm listening I'm 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 talking about this article but I'm not really saying yeah, where it, it came matter. from it's yeah very well fit is .com is the company that that produced this article uh where are we at okay well we'll hit these these last few and that's good um these are trends that they hope to see in 2021 de-emphasizing aesthetics and emphasizing health I think that's um, something that we've preached forever, and it's kind of cliche at this point on Instagram because yeah. every what happens is what done happened was I feel like something really good happens in whether a coach first wrote it in an article or a YouTuber first talk about it on YouTube or something pure kind of happens, and then it trickles down to every empty-headed content creator in the world, and mm-hmm. everyone wants to be a content creator, and so they just use and abuse it to even, a, even to the extent that I agree with it fully, and I hate it. You know what I mean? Like it's so beaten that I fucking hate it. And so then I stop using it, but it is good. Um, and it is good to focus on performance. Uh, it's good to not always focus on the scale. It is really good to find um, other victories in the gym, PRs, consecutive days you went, yeah, consecutive meals that you made a conscious decision. And that doesn't mean that you're just eating broccoli, but you were semi-conscious of what you're putting in your body. Right. Um, Right, all these things. A couple of days you went to the gym when you didn't want to. How many, how many, how many shit days did you have in life and didn't want to go to the gym and you did? Those are all points that we can win. Um, and I, I, I agree with that 100. percent I don't know about focus on health because it's just like, what does that judgment mean? Like deadlifting isn't like healthy. No, it's not no, unhealthy no, no, no. by it's, any means. But like, it's not like it is great. There's some research showing it helps dementia and obviously working out helps yeah. blood pressure and things. Long term, weight bearing exercise is good. Having the biggest deadlift in your gym. Right, it may or may not be a. There's obviously yeah. There's there's yeah. Uh, end of diminishing returns for the health portion of it, and obviously yeah. where many uh, competitive lifters take it as a new level. But I do think uh, zoning in on performance, and that's another thing. You know, I yeah. I talk shit on CrossFit a lot, but that's another thing CrossFit did really well, is they made benchmarkers for performance to make you feel good. And chances are, if you improve those or you head down that route, you're gonna look better. Why do why do our, why are athletes so attractive? Multiple 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 evolutionary reasons, mm-hmm. but it's because of their base. LeBron James doesn't care about his abs. H- has yeah. <laughs> has ever been an uh, an ugly quarterback? Yeah, for some reason. Well, so the quarterback's an interesting one because you're right down the middle, right? You got the intelligence factor because they got to make a lot of decisions. Right. Plus, they're an athlete. Uh, Peyton Manning isn't. He's got a big forehead. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he's got a five head. Yeah. His his dad called him long neck. You but know, are, I mean, yeah, the stereotypical guy, like even like uh, Joe Montana. You know, you're like, fuck, dude, you're pretty handsome, and he's the fucking best quarterback of all time. And here you go, Tom Brady, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think I think that's 100 percent a good point, and that's something I lead a lot of people to is is trying to focus on a program, improving your program, improving your performance. Mm-hmm. You can do two chin ups, let's aim for five chin ups, and chances are your back's going to look better. Yeah, and it, uh, it's a little bit uh, of the same thing with. Um, and my wife has a thing about about. Um, when you 
put a plate of food together that it should be like different colors and textures. It'd yeah, be pretty because yeah, because that's that's it's aesthetically pleasing yeah. and at the same time yeah. it's also nutritionally um, yeah. correct to have yeah. to have a variety of things. I on do plate. get sad the opposite. Sometimes you whip out like and I love chicken nuggets. I don't know why I'm still yeah. just a kid. And you whip out chicken nuggets and fries and then whatever else and you're like fuck it's all orange. It's, it's all like, the I'm same fucked. color. Yeah, yeah, it's like the same weird brown. Yeah, it's all cooked the same <laughs> way too. <laughs> Here we go. And then my diet coke and I'm like I'm fucked. Yeah, but. But uh, in terms of in terms of fitness related activities, a a broad menu of fitness related yeah. activities, you can't argue against that being healthier. a little bit of cardio, a little bit of lifting, maybe a little bit of yoga, walk here and there. It's probably going to be your best bet. But yeah, biking, walking, yeah. hiking, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, a variety of things. It is. It's it's a healthier mix than focusing on one thing. If you could focus, if you want to focus on one thing and you have particular goals, know that that can't last forever yeah and and uh it does become more difficult because if the more you treat it like a sport yeah sports end um but i do think i think there's more intelligent coaches and i think there's more intelligent athletes hopefully even powerlifting because that's kind of what me and jim are (laughs) niching at that yeah you're trying to pull a thousand pounds there's probably going to be some steps you have to take that probably aren't healthy and so what's the net positive or net negative of that situation i do think you can be a really fucking good powerlifter maybe even the best i honestly Mm -hmm. do think it if you take a more holistic approach, um, you can still walk. That's mm-hmm. like an old adage. Like you got to get fat and any cardio is taking away from your strength recovery. And that's just not true. Uh, it is if it's out of the blue. If, you, if you're if you in a you know, six-month deadlift training cycle and you've never walked, and then you go for a three-mile walk before the day you're testing your deadlift, it's yeah. going to have a negative impact. But if you walk every single day a mile during this entire training program, at the end of it, it's going to have no negative effect. Um, right. Our bodies are miraculous, miraculous machines. And so um, I would suggest that more people, and I talk about it on my YouTube, we talk about it here, but probably not enough, get a fucking normal warm-up in. It's okay to hop on a bike, elliptical, something for 10 to even half an hour before you lift, and it's okay to do it 10 to 15 minutes after you lift. It's right. not going to have a negative effect. Two weeks, you might feel a hair tired, but that's all in your big dumb head. It, that 10-minute bike is not taken away from your deadlift reps. Um, so get a little bit more versatility and like that. And then even the yoga and stuff, I do think that might have a slightly more negative impact if you're trying to be the world's best powerlifter because um, our bodies and our muscles are kind of tightening up to handle some of the impact that we're throwing at it. Right. But you can move a little bit. You probably can't be the world's best basketball player, yogi, and deadlifter, but you can be okay at basketball, okay at yogi, and be a hell of a deadlifter. The the next one is just I think we just sort of hit it fitness that isn't complicated and fitness yep. doesn't have to be complicated no. just do something even uh, when Jim says I think that you know the variety he doesn't mean upside down left right kettlebell lateral raise he just means no. a couple of different aspects right we have aerobic anaerobic um, we have some kind of mobility um, we have not sitting down too too much maybe not even standing up too too much finding yeah. a balance of it all walking a little bit lifting a little bit sprinting a little bit, playing some kind of sport a little bit, um, rather than inventing a new sport or inventing a new lift. It's just adding a little bit of those extra colored broccolis. Yeah, exactly. Um, the last one is fitness for all, which I think is something that we've been I talking about. Like whole, even that, like that, that just, just makes me want to punch a, myself in the head. Because it's just a gimme. Yeah, it's a what gimme. is that? Like, fit, fitness oh, no, for all, it's only for mean? some people. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's why I do love powerlifting is uh, there are things – Depending on injury, the older you get, the more history your body has. And so playing basketball on Saturdays might not be possible for you in your 40s. And we all have different conditions and different histories, but whatever. But I do think some variation of lifting is possible for all. And that's why this is the route that I preach. And this is the route I think that we kind of go down because any age, 
you have an injury, there's a way to work around it. If you got a busted, busted knee, it's going to be 90% impossible to go play pickup basketball. Yeah. You could like shoot around by yourself or something, sure. Yeah. But lifting, if you have a busted, busted knee, we'll find a way. There's yeah. something else to do. You can go bench only. We can do upper body. We can change the range of motion. We can box squat. We can find things to do. So that's why I'm a fan of the barbell. And uh, that's why I hate that cliche saying, although it's correct. Yeah, it's correct. But, you know. Yeah. So just kind of in, to, to wrap up here, I just kind of sort of want, want to make a personal statement about, about 2020 and 2021. I mean, we, we've all lost some things this year. We've lost people. Um, I personally haven't lost anyone to COVID, but I recently had a friend pass away. And, um, um, you know, normally there would be, I would have had some involvement with with her before she went yeah. or at least being able to go to a memorial service or or something like that and um you know these are things that we don't even do in person anymore because it's just it's too dangerous um my grandchildren live over 3000 miles away and i i'm not sure when i'm going to see them yeah. in person again you know we talk in a different country it makes it yeah, harder in a different country um a different country that i can't even fly to right now yeah um uh, we can't, can't you know, for the first world problems, we can't eat in the restaurants where sure. we want to eat in. We can't congregate the way we want to. We can't run this gym the way we had had envisioned yeah. yet. You know, we're we're on the margins of it, but we can't yeah. can't really do what, what, what we want to do. We got to come to the out of the other side of this thing. There really only seems to be one way for that to happen. Uh, and it's not herd immunity because yeah. too many people will die. Well, it's just, yeah, that's a whole other discussion. The, the comparisons from America to any other place that kind of worked or handled something different just don't work. Yeah. We're too diverse. We're too big. Yeah. We're, we're a different species as a, as a country than many other, than every other place on the planet. Um, my wife was lucky enough to be able to get the first, uh, her first of the two uh, shot series of the Moderna vaccine. Over the weekend, she works as a nurse, so obviously she's got some priority. And Jim's biased, but I saw her today, and she's not a zombie. <laughs> I saw no third arm yet. Yep. She didn't try to drink <clears throat> my blood. There are no tiny robots inside of the vaccine. I there saw are no none. microchips. If you are experiencing vaccine hesitancy, honestly, look at mainstream reliable sources. Do not fall down the hole of conspiracy theories do not fall down the hole of of vaccine hesitancy in my lifetime we have eliminated diseases because of vaccine i it would never occur to me to not be vaccinated for something that could affect the quality of my life I'll, I'll in even a negative go a, way a different way because i'm not a mainstream fan and i know a lot of you guys are questionable too i would take it on your own hands if you are this woke folk out there um do a little bit of research i dropped out of college but i took many courses and i did my own research do a little bit of research into the scientific method um read about science uh take a day it, you don't have to do a college course take a day to understand how science kind of works take a day to maybe read about how viruses work and these can all come from places that aren't media yeah they're going to be on the internet but they don't have to be you don't have to read cnn or fox i don't you know you can read university stuff you can read uh doctors publications scientific uh, uh articles and then i would do a little bit of research on these vaccines themselves the type of vaccine they are the actual trials they went through and then also read about the connections between what covid19 is 
and also what a regular flu strain may look like. Yeah. Um, and I think if you kind of read into those, even an hour each, um, you'll have a better understanding of what's going on. I've just seen some insane statements out there that have no scientific backing and no even logical backing. I'm not a scientist. I'm lucky enough to have a lot of friends that are smart scientists. I'm also lucky enough to not be a moron myself. So I've just read up on things I don't understand um, to understand them better. But the logic that's being thrown around the world, that part I just can't. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't uh, argue shit logic you just can't do that so if you guys go research those three or four things i just mentioned i think um you'll have a better grasp of what's going on and to see that it's not um it's not rushed it's not weird it's not crazy i fucking hate needles but um you know in the argument that we don't know the long-term effects of this we don't know the long-term effects of anything that's how science works we're starting to see what the long-term effects of covid are right. actually having covid so and those a hundred percent or worse. Yeah, yeah. We did. So that was exactly what I was going to say. Is even if we don't know all of them of COVID, we don't know them of COVID just the same. We don't know them of the vaccine. Um, they were started working on both science for both what the COVID is and the vaccine around the exact same time. So what happens in fifty years to either of them? Sure, we don't know. But that's how all science works. We don't have fifty long year long studies on anything because our environment and how. Uh, science works we need a controlled group you can't control a human for 50 years no. uh, and that's why we run nutrition and everything on rats so don't take my word for it uh, don't take jim's word for it go do some of your own research uh, be an adult um, and we're going to leave it in your responsibility to make the best decision uh, I, I do have kind of a radical idea that i'm going to throw out though um it's not something that, it, that we can actually do anything about, but like if you want to, if you want a blue sky on some crazy thing, here's the crazy thing. Um, giant Star Trek fan always have been. Yeah. When they encounter a race that's got kind of some kind of a disease, or some people who live on a planet who come some kind of disease, and they come up with a vaccine and they just vaccinate everybody right away, and there is no question about it. Yeah. The Moderna vaccine was formulated two weeks, within two weeks of the of the declaration of the pandemic and right. hasn't changed since then what if we just vaccinated everybody then i realize it's not ethical yeah yeah i realize that like we don't do that to humans sure but if we had things might be different yeah all right all right, all right. that's 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 enough down that road for me uh we will be back maybe after new the, year after yeah. the new year yeah. yes we're gonna take a little time we have, we have had our hands full in this year um and i hope that uh 2021 graces us with a, a, a tremendous snapback toward um, great mental health and prosperity and all that stuff sometime around hmm, the middle of the year, something like that. Yeah, I believe in it. But we'll be back uh, after the first. Uh, have a wonderful holiday, all the days. Yeah, appreciate you all. Rating and review. Uh, every Wednesday except next Wednesday and yep. maybe even some Fridays. Uh, check out 3SB.co, any info on apparel and the gym. Uh, I'm Solomon Mike with two Ks, Third Street Barbell spelt out on Instagram. Uh, third uh, Good Company, 3SB on Twitter. Uh, give us a follow. We're trying to create some con content and connect with you all. Love to hear from you uh, and appreciate you all. I am at the Jim McD on all the social media and this show is 50% facts where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers and Hey, happy new year.